The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. New year, new credit scores. Chime makes it easier to build credit by using your own money to make on-time payments with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a qualifying direct deposit. There's no annual fee or credit check required when applying. Get started at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? What is up, Fantasy Football Fanatics? It's your man, Jordan Reigns, at 50 Shades of Drunk. If you want to follow me on Twitter, Cardi B of IDP, as some people call me, uh, check me out there. Check out the Fantasy Football, uh, check out all of our Fantasy Football stuff over at the IDP Army on Twitter, at SemiProFantasy on Twitter. Today, we are going to be going over our Week 13. Can't believe I'm saying that. Week 13, IDP Waiver Wire. Uh, show we're going to talk about some of the top targets we'll recap the week 12 action a lot of stuff you know it was a long week we had uh, thanksgiving games last week so we've been having a lot of football for a lot of days and we still have a game tonight to finish out the week but i want to go ahead and get this show done for you all so hang tight let's go ahead and talk about the week 13 idp waiver wire and we'll get you guys ready to go for week 14 check the mic and make sure it sound right boys Thank you for joining me today. Uh, it was a good week of fantasy football. Hopefully you got some wins. I know uh, weird week for quarterbacks. You know, we had a lot of bye weeks. Uh, the, like I said, it's been a long week, but uh, make sure before you we get started, you give us a thumbs up. We'd really appreciate it for the channel. It'll do a lot of good. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, you know, it's getting late in the season, so share us with people. You know, if you've been keeping us a secret from your league mates, share the channel with people, uh, share the podcast feed with people um yeah we would appreciate that we're gonna be here all off season doing dynasty content doing best ball content obviously i'll keep doing all my idp content um working on a lot of cool stuff on the patreon for the dynasty index the devi index to begin to pair with uh, as a product to go with the ultimate idp index so we're really starting to get things taken off over here um we appreciate you the listener for the support uh be sure to check out the underdog show that's usually on wednesdays me and my man dave kluge do that 
we walk you through our favorite underdog plays of the week. We do a head-to-head draft, or we do like a six-man draft. Uh, it's a good time. It's a good platform. Right now, they have a signing bonus, uh, you know, first-time deposit bonus. I believe it's still 100 bucks uh, if you're a first-time depositor. So go over there, check them out. We're doing a lot of stuff on there. Going forward, they're, they're my favorite fantasy football platform right now that's not sleeper because um, they just offer a, a fun and unique way to play fantasy football. So check them out. But you really came here to talk about IDP because that's what we do here mostly. Mostly IDP, all fantasy football, as the brand says. But let's go ahead and just break into the, the, the injuries, okay? There was a couple of guys that got hurt. Not really huge, huge affecting you, per se. We had Anthony Barr get hurt again. He's been hurt all season. Um, so Nick Vigil will probably be back out there again for them. Uh, so he's going to be a guy, you know, if he's back on the waivers, check him out. We had Deion Jones sit out this week. Uh, he had a shoulder injury that popped up late in the week. Dre Greenlaw came back, but then um, he hurt his groin yesterday. So I did get a question on the live stream yesterday about uh, Al- Aziz Algier. Somebody was asking, you know, is, is it time to drop him? Because Greenlaw's coming back. I was like, hold the phone. Like, Shazier has been good, you know, don't just drop him yet. We don't, we don't know what's going to happen. Greenlaw's coming back from injury, you know, in dynasty, even he could be a player down the road that we're talking about continually. It sure as shit. Okay. Fred Warner got hurt yesterday and Greenlaw hurt himself again. So I hope who, I forgot who asked the question. Sorry if you're watching, listening right now, but uh, hopefully you didn't drop him because I mean, his values instantly, I mean, it's probably higher now than it even was all season. He went out and got a pick yesterday in a game that a lot of people watched off of Kirk Cousins. Uh, so, you know, these, these these San Francisco linebackers, the main ones are having a little bit of trouble staying healthy right now. You know, Shazier hasn't done anything to hurt you. He's been on the waiver wire show all season. Uh, hopefully, you know, he's not on your waiver wires at this point if you were watching the show. Bradley Chubb came back. I don't even – I have to pause. I don't think he played yesterday. Uh, I know they activated him from the IR, I know I didn't play in many leagues and was definitely not suggesting anybody do that yesterday. Um, let me double check here. Bradley Chubb, where are you? Yeah, I'm not seeing him right now on here. But um, he is back, you know, and Denver looked half decent yesterday. I think Denver's a, bit, a little bit of a, a sleeper team, you know, for make a little noise in the playoffs, you know, if, if you want to take it that far i guess (laughs) um all right here we go looks like chubb played 30 snaps yesterday so even coming off the injury 30 snaps didn't record any stats though so that's concerning um but you haven't been counting on them all season so far so i'm not really letting it like change my life or anything like that tj watt came back uh yesterday had a terrible game probably worst game he's ever had in his career um man Steelers game was tough to watch yesterday as a Steelers fan that was tough um yeah Bengals look good but it's not even like the Bengals look good it's like the Steelers defense looked so bad yesterday so bad then Big Ben throwing these picks dude what are you doing so many picks by Big Ben all right moving on um okay I guess it's time to – we'll go ahead and do a little recap of the games um, for you guys here. Again, do me a huge favor. Subscribe to the channel. Like this video. Thumbs up it. Um, click on the links below. Make sure you're listening to the podcast. You know, if you don't want to listen on, on YouTube, which not everybody does, I listen to podcasts all the time. We've got the podcast links down below too. So make sure you are in on those. So we'll go ahead and start with the Thanksgiving games. <clears throat> We're just going to kind of go through these games, talk about how they went. 
We did have Roquan Lee with an injury in this game early. That's why he only had three tackles. Uh, Jalen Johnson came in, filled in for him a little bit. Um, you don't want to monitor the 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 injury to Roquan. He's been the linebacker one basically this year all year. Robert Quinn came through again with another big game, six, five total tackles, a sack, tackle for loss. Um, the only person you're really playing on Detroit side of the ball, you're playing Tracy Walker, or I have been, and then Alex Anzalone, two pass deflections yesterday. That's you know those are some premium stats right there. Seven or nine complete total tackles, uh, but everybody else is just you know very nondescript nothing really exciting to talk about there from defensive side um tracy walker i mean again this year he's really just doing what you needed him to do i know a lot of people were kind of fading him coming into the year it's kind of like a popular thing but i mean he's basically played every game and he's been a more than startable asset for you so let's go to this raiders cowboys game this game had a lot to offer uh idp and fantasy managers in general ended up being my opinion it was the best game of the Thanksgiving slate. Um, Keanu Neal coming through with a big game, 12 tackles. Jeon Curse coming, Jerron Curse coming through with another big game. He's had a great year uh, for the defensive back position. Hopefully people have been playing him, staying on him. Um, he wasn't a popular name coming in. I know even myself was very much on Donovan Wilson, but no, nah, it's Jerron Curse show uh, for the defensive backs there. That's not Nick trouble on digs. Micah Parsons, I mean, he's, having a great season playing from the edge position. He plays almost all of his uh, snaps from the edge this week, five total tackles, two tackles for a loss, five quarterback hits. That's wild. I don't even know if Chase Young had five quarterback hits all year before he went out. And I'm actually going to vet that right now because that might be that's, – that's a fun stat. Chase Young. Just to give you an idea of what that means, like people hear five quarterback hits and it doesn't, I don't think it computes what that means. Yeah. So Chase Young, this year, 2021, played, started nine games, recorded four quarterback hits all year. He played 477 snaps. Micah Parsons did that in a game. Okay. Micah Parsons is special. So just want to emphasize that. Um, pretty much par for the course over here on the rest of the players. You know, you still play Trevon Diggs, hasn't had an interception in a while, but he's still going to be in your lineup. You know, five tackles is still very good for a defensive back. Um, you're basically, what you're going to get from your streamers. Um, probably wasn't getting targeted a lot either because Derek Carr, you know, knows how to win a game, and it's not by trying to play hero ball. Um, Jonathan Abram having a great season this year. Ten total tackles in this game. Nothing really special besides that. Corey Littleton, I know a lot of people were disappointed in him coming into the year. He was probably one of the better values could be found on waiver wires slash completely free in drafts this year because he underperformed massively last year has played very well this year or not very well per se, but has been very productive or somewhat productive for, for IDP. Um, and as much as like you can play him every week. I mean, I've been playing him every week. Uh, that's what you want. Denzel Perryman. I think he also banged up at one point. I don't even remember if it was this game or last game. I feel like every time I watch them play, he's getting banged up. Into the game, though, seven total tackles, only two of them solo, though. So don't love, love that. Cleland Farrell, one tackle. I, mean, I don't even know why I'm bringing his name up. Uh, he's basically a special teamer from what I can tell now. Um, Yannick Ngakwe continues an impressive year. Um, let's take a look, actually, at his profile here. He's gonna he's, he's pacing for a, a good season sack-wise for him. He's at eight this year. He averages about nine a year. I think he's only been over double digits once in his career. Pretty sure he's going to hit that comfortably this year. Uh, again, in classic Yannick fashion, though, you can see here only 14 
solo tackles on the season. One of the reasons IDP managers really have struggled to trust him coming into the season. He, you know, he's always going to be a boom bust kind of guy, but he's consistently boomed enough to where he was always on the radar. Um, I have him in a lot of leagues. I hope a lot of the you know IDP managers out there that follow this channel were able to get him premium player this year, uh, weekly starter every week because he's getting home with the sacks. He's playing very, very good ball. Two forced fumbles as well this year. He has led the league in forced fumbles in his career. So he's a disruptive player. He's staying healthy. He's doing exactly what we want him to do. Max Crosby also having a great season um, on the same team. So let's move on to this Buffalo-New Orleans game. Uh, I mean, it was a total domination by Buffalo. I mean, it was honestly embarrassing for the Saints. Um, but let's go ahead and give you a quick recap. Matt Milano came through with eight tackles. Tremaine Edmonds, eight tackles. Uh, that's a pretty good game for Tremaine Edmonds. Ed Oliver was showing off a little bit. Has been the last couple of games. Not really sure I'm buying into it completely from Ed Oliver yet. Teron Johnson had an all right game. One tackle for a loss. Um, nothing else really to report on that side of the ball. Demario Davis continues to be underrated. Ten total tackles. One tackle for a loss. Uh, no pass deflections from him this week. <clears throat> Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. Quan Alexander had a good game. He had a crazy, uh, I think he I believe he had an interception this week, too. It doesn't say that explicitly on here. Because ESPN, the way they have their scoring stuff set up is kind of weird. Yeah, there it is. He did have an interception. Um, he looks good. He's a player that I'll take an L on. I was very off and still kind of am off, as in, like, I don't have him. But on any teams, but if he's on your waiver wire, you should be looking towards Quan Alexander. He's been playing some good ball. Uh, again, didn't blow you out of the water this week, only four tackles total, but he can still make plays. Um, that's what we want to see. You know, ultimately, anybody with snaps is going to get production, but you want playmakers because they're going to increase your probability of, you know, getting that home run type of game out of a player. So let's go ahead and go on to my Steelers and the Bengals game. Honestly, the Steelers side probably won't have much to talk about. Bengals defense has been looking good lately. Um Anybody who's played them recently knows that. All right, Joe Schobert came through 11 total tackles. That's a good game for show. Uh, nothing else to offer you, though. Eight tackles for Minka. Minka Fitzpatrick's having an amazing year in the tackle department. Um, Cameron Hayward came through with a big game. T.J. Watt, again, this is probably the first bad game the guy's ever had. <clears throat> Only two total tackles. He was getting double, triple team the whole game. Um, I mean, it was frustrating, and they went down so early. You could tell that they were – and they just kept having to go back out on the field every – I mean, I feel like every 45, 50 seconds, the Steelers' defense was back out on the field like for the first half of that game. So they were mentally pretty much broken to start that game off. Um, Logan Wilson, six tackles. Um, I want to give IDP Bomber a shout-out real quick. Go follow him on Twitter. He posted this morning, you know, the, the, you didn't get a lot of production from these guys. You know, Hendrickson did have an early sack. Uh, they had the, force, or the fumble recovery. I believe Hubbard picked that up. Oh. Where's that noise coming from? Stop it. Um, but all, they pulled their starters. They got so high up in this game. Eventually, they pulled their starting defensive players. So, you know, their their upside was capped in this game. Yeah, we had a sack from Hubbard and a sack from Hendrickson. Um, and then they also combined for a, a forced fumble and a fumble recovery as well. So they had a, they had a nice game, a couple of them boys over there. Uh, also, some cheap defensive linemen that you could get very easily this year late in, later in drafts. Uh, that have been having really, really good success. All right, let's keep it scooting along here. We'll jump into this New York Jets game quickly. They pulled out a win. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
C.J. Mosley had a decent game, eight total tackles, only three solo. Quincy Williams came through with a big game. Listen, this is how you work with Quincy Williams. If Quincy Williams is playing at all, play him. He just he always scores a bazillion points if he's not getting hurt. I was a little bit – I don't know why I didn't even take my own advice on that last week or yesterday because I had a league where I almost put him in, but I didn't because I had another guy. I don't even remember who it was, but it was. I felt a little – I think it was Xavier McKinney. He ended up having a great game too because uh, I was going to play him in a defensive back spot. And, man, it just hurts whenever you have a defensive – or a, a linebacker go off for a big game. Like, and this was a big, big game. Oh, my gosh, we're doing that. Um, a sack, a tackle for a loss, seven total tackles. That's a big game. Um so it hurts to have him on my bench. John Franklin Meyer went nuclear yesterday, okay? Three solo tackles. He had or two sacks, two tackles for loss. He had an interception. He took back like 40 yards. He had himself a day. Um, he was been on the waiver wire segment earlier this year. Hopefully you picked him up. I have him in a couple of leagues. I think he was on the bench in one of my leagues, and I think I played him in another one. Hopefully you played him yesterday because that was the best game he's had all, all year. Uh, big game from him. Love to see it. Zach Cunningham, as per usual, when he gets the snaps, he produces eight tackles, two tackles for loss. Cameron Grugier Hill also came through for managers with seven. Oh, is he going to start playing that music again? There it is. Stop it. So, all right, let's see. Other, let's just focus on a couple of these games. I want to highlight here. Um, I wanted to highlight the Miami game. They got home for a lot of sacks on Cam Newton was kind of a breakout game for – where is he at here? Um, the rookie on Miami, Jalen Phillips, had three sacks, three tackles for loss, only played like 30 snaps too. So he had a massive game on minimal work. Uh, Cam Newton looked pretty shook in that game. After the first drive, everybody's on Twitter like, oh, Cam's back. And then the rest of the game, I was like, yeah, Cam's back. So that was unfortunate. Uh, Shaq Thompson came through with a massive game, 10 total t- solo tackles, 13 total for the Panthers. I, I had some people asking about him yesterday on the live stream, a little hesitant to play him, but I was like, no, nah, you got to play. You got to play this guy. All right, y'all, I don't. I got to get my pop-up blocker fixed or something on here, so I'm not going to share this anymore with you. Um, but I will talk you through the rest of the players that I am looking at for this week. All right. <laughs> Let's continue here. Uh, Jalen Phillips, check your waiver wires for him. Uh, Ogba, you know, and Van Winkle are really getting most of most of the snaps. Why is this happening? Please stop. Jeez. Ogba and Van Winkle are still getting more snaps, um, but Phillips, he was their first-round pick this year, one of their first-round picks. Jalen Waddle, oh, my gosh. We have to have a sidebar about Jalen Waddle. This dude is insane. And the fact that he's not even really being utilized to his most unique skill set, which is downfield, um, man, if you can go get Jalen Waddle for, like, a first-round pick in your dynasty leagues right now, and this is, again, it's completely off-topic, go get him. Like, right now – all I'm doing in my leagues personally is I'm scheming 24-7 on how to get Jalen Waddle off the guy who has Jalen Waddle in all my leagues right now. That's literally where I'm at this Monday, 11-29-2021, okay? And you should be with me. Jalen, I noticed that he had a big game yesterday. I'm like to the point where the, the manager, you know, who has him, they know what they have at this point. So you basically have to pay up, not, you know, you, but it's going to be worth it. 
it's gonna be worth it okay so really wanted to get that out there i'm, I'm glad I, I didn't make any notes about that but man scheme on Jalen waddle where you can when you can um all right let's finish up with what other notes i had here about this game are these games The New England game and the Titans game. Titans linebackers are falling left and right. Um, pretty much it's Jayon Brown's like the only guy left that's kind of even close to healthy. Um, Kevin Byard had a great game, a sack, a tackle for loss, two quarterback hits. They're playing him like a true strong safety this year. Uh, he is He's crushing for IDP. Definitely was coming into the year, was not high enough on Kevin Byard, a uh, player who's performing at a, I mean, an elite, elite level this week. Was he the defensive back number one this week? I'll double check. I, th I think he was on the week. Uh, he's had a couple of weeks like that this season. No, he was. There was a lot of high scoring guys this week. He was. He was number four with thirty one. Ronnie Harrison had a big game yesterday. Fourteen tackles and interception, pass deflection. Patrick Sertain two interceptions. That'll get you up there. Thirty three points. Rasul Douglas an interception. But Kevin Byer comes in at thirty one. Harrison Smith also had a big game. Derwin James had interception. Seven tackles, quarterback hit, pass deflection. You know Derwin James is. I mean that's a big L for me. Last year and a half, you know when he was injured and stuff, it was like I was glad not to have him on a lot of my teams. But he's he he he's really giving you uh this year. Uh, a positional advantage where guys like Buda Baker and uh, Jabril Peppers and Jamal Adams in the past have offered that really the only guy offering you that this season or guys that have offered you that this season have been Derwin James. And then earlier on in the year, Trevon Diggs. So if you believe, you know, you had those guys, you really <clears throat> have been mopping it up um, points wise. Shaq Barrett came through with a big game on the defensive line yesterday, two sacks, forced fumble, eight tackles. It's good. It's good to see. Cause he's been, low on the stats you know he's been kind of floating around the uh what do you have six i think six or seven maybe sacks all season that's not what you're really looking for from shaq barrett um some people are like oh he got paid he's getting lazy he looked good yesterday i think it's just he just needed a get right game and he had it darius leonard had a monster game 33 points uh, alex singleton if he's out on your waiver wire still by some random chance um, because some manager kind of overreacted to him losing the snaps you know Players that are have gotten work and have been productive with it, it's you know they're benchable. I don't you have to remember before you drop a guy, bench him a week or two. I think a lot a lot of people get frustrated with people, especially in IDP, and they just want to drop them. Um, it can be a dangerous game to play. It can be a dangerous game to play. Uh, Jeremiah Wusu Koroboa, I do want to highlight him as a major waiver wire pickup because he's probably available on your waiver wire. Last couple of weeks, he has not really played a lot of snaps, hasn't been super-duper productive. But in last night's game, he was all over the place. He was making big plays, and it was you know part and parcel because he was getting a lot of the snaps yesterday. Um, I think he played like 89 or 90-something. Like He played 85%, I'm looking at here, of the snaps, which matched Anthony Walker. So that's what you like to see. Um, let's see, any other notes from that game in particular while i'm talking about because that browns game was last night patrick queen it's just it's not pretty for patrick queen and it's not really looking like it's gonna get better uh you know only 63 percent of the snaps last night that's that's benchable i mean that's a benchable player for you now in dynasty i think his value is gonna hold up for a while okay but that's you cannot rely on that. You cannot rely on any of the 
uh, linebackers right now for the Ravens at all. Um, so definitely avoid like the plague. But Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa, he's going to be a guy I think you can pick up and play immediately. He, he looks like a true playmaker. Um, Brown's got him a deal this year. He's like the third or fourth linebacker taken. Looks like he might be the best one in the class uh, besides Mike Parsons. So good to see that. And you're, you're going to get a full-time linebacker from him. And again, because he's been banged up and not getting the snaps last couple of weeks coming off the injury, there's a very good chance he's on your waiver wire. So go check for him. If you're looking for defensive end help, you know, DJ Woonham getting a lot of snaps, not really, you know, doing a lot of big stuff with him, but he he's out there in a lot of leagues probably. Uh, he has flashed before. He, he can get home and finish his sacks too. Just trying to see if there's any other big name guys. Kenneth Murray. You know, there's a couple of guys that we've kind of like, again, we're going to have, it's late in the season. You probably already know this, but I just want to give you permission. You know, you can walk away from guys like Kenneth Murray. You can walk away from guys like Patrick Queen at this point because we're trying to chase wins. You know, I would rather, you know, I want to win with players that are playing. Um, all right, I got some comments here. I want to get to these before we shut her down. Will Logan Thomas play tonight? I thought I saw he was out, my man. Adrian McFadden. We got here. Yo, what up, Alexander? He played, but got zero points. I think that was the Bradley Chubb bit. Yeah, benching him was the play. Would you trade Kelsey for for Jamar, Chase, and Renfro? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely, Jonathan Kopp. I mean, with Jamar Chase right now, you're getting a not just a top three dynasty wide receiver consensus. You know, that's a top that would make him in non super flex a top three asset. And even in super flex, I think he's going to push up into that top 10 dynasty assets overall pretty easily. Um, 22 years old, we've only begun to see what he can do in the NFL, and he it looks good. Kelsey, you know, a lot of his best stuff's behind him. You know, you gotta look at it like, like that. It's a timeline. You know, I mean, you're 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 passing the baton off. So for a brief moment, yeah, maybe Kelsey. It's going to hurt, but Kelsey's going to be done and gone out of the NFL when Jamar Chase is really hitting his stride for you. Now, I'm a, for Dynasty. Now, even in, even in now, granted, enough, this is just a season long trade, which I don't know why you'd be doing trades this late. Most people have trade deadlines, I think, but I would still, in that case, I might stick it out with Kelsey depending on my receiver situation. But in Dynasty, 100%. Ruru says, Greg Roussel was hot early, but seems to be rotating DL concept, taking him off the field. Yeah, th- this is what the Bills do. They don't, I mean, they do some gets every once in a while. Somebody will get, you know, a good line share of the snaps, but they do very much believe in a rotational sort of defensive line system right now. Seems to be working for them fairly well. Um, again, if you get to play, uh, you know, the Saints, they're, they're a mess. You know, you can pretty much do whatever oh looks like we got a old billy hopping in the background here throwing me off billy's trying to take over y'all i need help this is this is a message cry for help get billy out of here let's pull him on in here what up bill hey i was just hopping on to listen how was it oh well i mean no. you're the real star of the organization these days i'm not, so. I'm not trying to be the star of the organization well, you, you have to be. Someone has to be. We need a workhorse like you, Bill. Um, listen, it's uh, you know, it's about to be that dynasty Debbie time of year. It's about to be a college football time of year. What do you got cooking back there for us? 
Well, we're getting tiered lists ready to go for college football, so everybody knows who will be after this time of year. Yep, yep. We got the Devi Index. I want to make sure we get you in there and get that all trimmed up and ready to go. When does the actual college football season end? Soon? Uh, championship weekends this weekend, and then the bowl game season, and then January, I think it's like 11th or something, is the championship. Nice. But so for all intents you... and purposes, it starts after this weekend because okay. people are going to start opting out, senior bowl, like all yep. that stuff's going to start happening. So nice. Well, what we'll, we'll, you know, for everyone listening out there, we're going to try to get the Debbie Index up and running by the first of January is kind of what I'm hoping. I want to launch that stuff out into the ether. I want to get as much feedback as I can in January. We're going to build it out, you know, and just keep keep it updated through this, the season. Do reports on, you know, all the guys that, you know, senior bowl reports. We'll do, you know, all the public combine. <clears throat> um, do You know, we're going to move a lot of stuff on the channel over towards, you know, covering that. Because that's what, you know, that's that time of year in football. we got to watch some of these guys. I'm not a huge Debbie head. A lot of people know that. Um, but I, I do see the value of, you know, being aware of what's, what's coming into the NFL, you know. Because, I mean, these guys are going to affect our fantasy football teams for a while. And big IDP year too. There's two t- two players that could very well go in the top ten of superflex drafts this year Boom. for defense, which oh wow is rare, very rare. But Dang, I've, I've right. seen I've seen as high as six, number six Ooh. overall. Yeah, for uh, Mr. Calvin Thibodeau or Kayvon Thibodeau. My bad. Yeah, and I saw that Hutchinson kid blew up this weekend too. He did. I, I still have some issues with him, but he, you know, if he's going to do that against Ohio State, he's doing it against the best competition possible. Nice. Yeah. Well, we're going to cover all that for you all, like I said, and we're going to bring more products, more content into the circle. Um, happy to be here. I don't really have anything else to add to the show. You know, check out, you know, again, follow us at Semi-Pro Fantasy and then follow at the IDP Army. Interact with us at us on Twitter, you know, tag us and stuff. We'll answer your questions on there. We answer all the questions in the comments that come through on YouTube. Uh, we love interacting with the audience. Uh, make sure you play underdog with us. I'm in underdog literally all the time. Like if you click the link down below and you play even two or three underdog drafts in a week, you'll probably maybe see me in one. Okay. So hop in there. I drop them on my timeline too. Fun to do, you know, private drafts, which, I mean, it's open to anybody. It's just people that I know, you know, want to talk a little shit with. So hop on in there with me. I want to do one with Billy here pretty soon. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it from the IDP. It's Wednesday. I'm available. We're not doing our podcast on Wednesday this week. So if y'all are yeah, doing this that. week might be a little weird for me. I, I got some other random ass. I'm just saying if you're doing a draft, maybe you could spot me one of the positions in it. I don't know. I don't know about all that. You kind of just left me high and dry yesterday. Threw old, threw old Josh at me. I worked until seven thirty a.m. I could not have possibly made it at ten. I'm just kidding you, man. No, Josh. Right. Josh is a fine replacement. No, he did pretty good. He did pretty good, except for his eagle propaganda. It had to oh, come out. He believe me. He is very humbled after yesterday's loss. We're we're going to have. <laughs> A little bit of a timeout from Eagles talk on our podcast. Timeout. I can't even imagine Josh in a timeout. So. Oh, he's, he's right. hurt. He's hurt. <laughs> All right. Well, IDP Army, that's it from me. That's it from Billy. Like I said, thumbs up this video. Subscribe to the channel. Listen to the podcast feed. Follow us on all social media. We got big shit popping off for you all soon. So until later this week, take her easy. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.